come from a generation of home invasions. Happy Father's Day, y'all. Welcome back to another week of Bear With Me. I'm not famous. It's your boy Malik. I'm here. I got Tariq Hacker in the building today. What up, what up, what up? How you feeling, man? Man, I feel good. We feel good. We up. Here we up. Happy, listen, man. Happy Father's Day. Thank you, thank you, man. We here. We here. I got a lot to talk about today, man. Man, I'm excited. I've been waiting for this one. It's going to be a good episode. You say you just got back from uh, Wilmington, right? You got your brakes done today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was up in Newcastle. I had to get them joints with scraping. Damn. I had she to, was down to I'll the plate. I'll be putting shit off for too long. I, I should usually jump on it when it happens, but then I'll be too tired or I got to work. It'd be like that, bro. Yeah, it's always something. It'd definitely be like that. But I got that joint taken care of. A couple hundred dollars later, my brakes is good. Now. Easy. <laughs> Easy. So, man, today you already know what we're talking about. We're going to get into... Uh, fatherhood and, and marriage yes, and sir. how that has been in your life today. Um, blessings. All blessings. All blessings. All blessings. I think I think that like as far as a friend and knowing you and how hard you go for your your wife and your kids, like I don't think people know how hard you go, but <laughs> like just thinking about uh just seeing your journey is like crazy inspiring bro so i, I have to that. tell you that i appreciate you know I mean? that appreciate for sure that. for sure i think the first time i ever seen you tear up was when lauren was born oh yeah oh yeah bro <laughs> remember that holding yeah holding your daughter bro oh my gosh bro. i remember that i think that's the only time when I she was born. Tear up. Yeah. yo we it was a crazy time morning. bro it was a crazy time <laughs> and it was just like one of the moments that felt like like real and uh like it was real emotion that day because mm-hmm. it's like you really were one of the first friends as far as like real friends that have like kids mm-hmm. of your own with your wife <laughs> and you're doing life the you know the right way yeah. and it's just like dang bro like this moment that moment was real bro nah, i appreciate that that was a real that. moment um but yeah so as far as being like a dad what are some of the things that you struggle with Cause I know, like having one kid was probably like, you was probably like, what was I getting into? <laughs> Honestly, the first one, I won't say it was easier than I thought it was gonna be, but I, I was able to adapt quicker. Okay. Having two was like, I was like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> You're done. You don't <laughs> yeah, want no more kids. I, I can't do no more after this. But I'll say the hardest thing about being dad for me was patience. Having to learn patience. Wow. Cause I, I won't say I was short tempered. Yeah. But like. I get frustrated quickly, and my instant reaction is always to like maybe raise my voice or kind of like puff my chest out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a city mentality. So how has that changed? Become like in front of your kids and stuff. Like I have to respect feelings and emotions more. Wow. Like they're just little. They yeah. don't understand. They don't know. Even if they're doing something that might everybody else knows that annoys you, they don't know that. Right. I mean, they're, if they're crying and they can't speak yet, they're crying for a reason. Right. You can't get mad at them because right. they can't communicate with you. So you got to learn what they need, what, how to cater to them. Each child is different, so you can't treat the second one like the first one. That's another question <laughs> that I have for you. Like, Do you see yourself doing more of the same things that you did for Lauren that you're doing with your son? So we tried. Okay. Well, I say I tried. A lot of the things that... Like the ways we, ways we try to teach them things. Like, for example, um, teaching them how to sleep in a room or mm. teaching them how to 
maybe clean up toys early. or something like that. You're, yeah, having, you're doing that early. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they got to get out of bed. They got to get out of the bed. They got to get out of bed. They got to get out of bed. Yeah, but so Lauren Lauren was definitely more a verbal. She progressed really fast. Yeah. Like she's two years old speaking fluent sentences, connecting words, speaking very Spanish smart. after she's watching Dora. Smart. Yeah. Christian is... I would say she was more advanced. Christian is is growing like a normal baby. Okay. So one thing we learned is don't compare the two. Right. Their progression is going to be different. Just let them be them. Right. And then so with Lauren, because she's like more of emotional, more like she wants to be up on you. She likes people. Like you kind of lot of like, I like my personal space. Right. She don't know what that means. She's all on you. Yeah. So like in that regard, you got to learn like kind of patience and stuff like that. Whereas Christian, Christian is more of like an explorer. He want to be on his own. He was on thing. He'll crawl on top of you and jump on you, but he's doing it for a reason. He's crawling on top of you so he can get behind you to the window. See what's up back there. Yeah, he's climbing on top of furniture. The other day, I was in the shower. I put them both in the high chair in front of the TV so I could go take a shower real quick. Yeah. Lauren's calling me, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. I'm like, what? So I run down the stairs, got a towel on. I look over. Christian's standing one foot up on the high chair. He slid out of the high chair and was standing on top of the tray. Oh, wow. Lauren doesn't call me. He falls off the high chair. Yeah. That's, so that's, that's, that's a big moment. Yeah. And so we were speaking about anxiety earlier. Yeah. That's one of my my, my anxieties. Yeah, is, I can see that. If I'm not home and Courtney's not home with the kids, I'm completely at peace of mind. Because you know she got her. I, I know she got them. That's like the level of trust, and her experience with kids, nothing to worry about. Yeah, you're when good. When I'm at home with the kids... If anything happens, no, I nothing. I can't let something happen on my watch because nah. you're not about to look at me like, see, this is what happened. Nah, nah. So now it's like I'll be sitting there watching TV and I'll notice I haven't looked up in a couple minutes and then I'm jumping off the couch to go see like what's the kids doing because they'll be in you the kitchen always somewhere. checking, constantly always checking. checking. Yeah, yeah. Can't can't fall asleep when you're alone with them unless they sleeping too. It's just little things like that. Um, so, yeah. I mean, so. How do you find the balance in all the things that you do, like being a dad, uh, working multiple jobs, going to the gym consistently? Like, how do you find the time? What time do you wake up? It depends. It depends on the job. It depends where I'm working. Um, what my schedule? My schedule is constantly changing. So, like the work-life family balance, it's a constant battle. It's something I, I gotta adjust like as time goes on because. Courtney works from home. My wife works from home because she owns a daycare. Right. So I have to be mindful of the fact that she doesn't want to be in the house all the time. So if I'm working early in the morning, I can't always have plans after I get off work because she's been she's home. Been Even home though she's been day. working, she's been right. home all day. Right. She might need to go to the gym, go to the grocery store, just want to get out the house, get her nails done, whatever. That's where you find the balance. Yeah, so that. I got to try five balance of that. Then you fit in the gym schedule. So at one point, I was waking up at 3.30 in the morning. Whew. Yeah, I would drive. Dedication. Yeah, I was. we were working in um, Newcastle, building the Amazon. So I would wake up, go to Newark, go to the gym, five, 5 o'clock in the morning, work out for an hour, change, make it to work by 7, and then... After that, I would either go to the gym again after work, or I would go home, relieve her, get the kids, let her do what she got to do, stuff like that. If I'm not, because I'm a full-time electrician, if I'm not doing that, and I'm doing the bartending thing on the side, yeah. now I'm working nights. So even though I'm working late at night, I ain't get home till 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, bro, guess what? That, I'm still got to get up. This schedule sounds <laughs> wicked, bro. It's, it's constantly changing. It's constantly changing. Sometimes I don't even be feeling like getting up in the morning to go to work. Oh, when you got the little ones, you ain't got a choice. They up. Yeah, they up. So uh, you got to be 6 o'clock in the morning, they in the room. What's up? What we doing today? Dang. On it. They on it. Dang. They on it. So you really, really have to schedule your time. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I just have to take in consideration. Basically, now, uh, according to you, I've never used my calendar on my phone as much as I do now. 
Anytime, if anybody, you using the calendar bro, now? What? I show you this calendar right now, dog. <laughs> what? Buddy locked in. Everything, bro. Everything I got planned. If she got something, look. If she got something to do, yep. I got something to do. Gym classes, bills, how everything's on there. So, what I normally do now is say, for example, you call me like, yo, what you doing Friday? First thing I do is go to the calendar. If there's nothing on my calendar, then I'm texting Courtney. We got any plans Friday? If she says nothing, then I'll then be you're back good. to you. Yeah. If not, I gotta check all it's those things. It's a real things. system. It's a lot. It's How a long lot. did it take you to get, like build that type of communication? Over time, it was still working on it. Now we've gotten a lot, lot better. I just like because there'll be sometimes where you're making plans on the fly, or yeah. you're making doctor's appointments on the fly, yeah. or she's scheduling like a wax appointment or something like that on the fly, and so she'll schedule an appointment, then tell me, and then I'm like, well, I got something to do, so who's gonna watch the kids? So now we're at the point where, like, before we schedule anything, we hit each other up first. Or anything that we plan in advance is anything. on the calendar. Anything. So that, yeah. That's so, excellent communication. Yeah. So respect. Thank you, thank you. Thank I'm you. pounding it on the way, bro. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's real communication. Yeah, that's solid. That, if I had to give one piece of advice for, for relationship and parenting is communicate. Always. So you got to. Because it ain't just your schedule or her schedule. It's the kid's schedule, too. Yeah. They got to be in bed at a certain time. They got to eat at a certain time. You can't just have them cooped up in the house all day because you got things to do. You got to plan to take them out. Take them to the park, to the pool, like different activities. Shout out to the grandparents because they love taking them. Oh, so, so you <laughs> see you safe right there. You got some grandparents in there. Yeah, her mom, her, uh, her mom and dad really be holding it down. They really be holding it down. Wow, that's respect. Yeah. They're over there. They probably see their grandparents at least once a week, if not more than that sometimes. That's a good relationship yeah. to have. Absolutely. I mean, this. They got both of their grandparents. Yeah, so my parents live in New York, but they do come down. My parents are down here like every other month to visit. Um, when we did that recent vacation in the Dominican Republic, that was the first time my parents actually watched them on their own. Wow. So they had them for, it was like, for like four days. Wow. So they stayed at our house and Excellent. watched them for days. You know the care kids was. had a blast. You know they had a blast. At the first day, we was probably FaceTiming them like every other hour. Like, y'all good? Everything okay? Yep. After the first day, we you was like, like yeah, I right, see we you. We good. <laughs> yeah, you got to remember, though. Yeah. Um, so even with the grandparents things, I had a couple questions there, too. Like, do you ever... Like, how are you going to raise your kids compared to how your parents raised your, you? And, so, so I grew up in a traditional black Puerto Rican home, mm-hmm. so I got my ass beat. Yeah. Like, you messed up, you got you to be yeah, right, right, right. I don't necessarily know if that helped me at all. I didn't turn out, like, scarred from it or nothing. Like, I don't feel traumatized from getting beat. They didn't, like, abuse me. Right. Like, I got normal beating like any other kid did. Right. But I don't see how it helped. Mm. Also, I'm when it comes to my daughter, I'm a softy. Like I can't. You ain't never. I can, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I can never see myself putting hands on her. Like I pop them. Like if they're not listening, I'll pop her hand or pop her butt or something like yeah. that. Flick her knuckles so she don't grab something right. she's not supposed to. But as far as like a full blown beating, absolutely. I not. don't know. I, I don't I think I would it. ever be able to yeah, physically like do anything to my no. kids. Like I'm not gonna beat them. Mm. Like I'm just gonna talk to them. That and that's the thing. Like so there's. There, I feel like there's extremes. Like, there's the, the parents that just, anytime your kid does something you don't like, you beat them. Like, your first reaction is your hands. Oh, wow. And then there's the gentle parenting thing yeah. that's going on. Where I, I, I won't speak on it too much because I'm not that informed. But from what I understand, it's literally just soft-spoken, calmly talk them and understand, feel. I'm not doing that. You're gonna hear this tone in this bass of my Absolutely. voice. Absolutely. I mean, I might pop your hand or something Th- that like that. That brings in, to, uh, like, I feel like. If you try to keep the same tone as just talking with them, like they're not gonna they're understand, not gonna understand the difference of exactly. what's serious and what's not serious. Exactly. Everything will be a question or a joke because mm-hmm. they don't know the they difference. Know. And especially the toddlers, so Lauren's at the age now where like 
you'll be like, Lauren, stop, and she'll look at you. Wait to see if you keep looking and she'll keep doing it again. Then you yell and she'll laugh and kind of like, I mean, roll her eyes. Check things out. Yeah, but she just, she, I won't say she don't listen, but she's at the testing phase. Okay. Where she's going to see how far she could push your oh, buttons wow. before you really like get on. <laughs> so like, before it's real trouble. Yeah, that's why I feel like you kind of have to like raise your voice. Not yell. You don't ever like call them out their name or get disrespectful, but you raise your voice. You talk to them. It, um, punishments that we've been doing that works a lot is putting them in, put her in the corner. Okay. So, because I know when I was a kid, that was the dreaded punishment. Because oh, yeah, they used to put me in the corner and fuck around, forget I was there. Oh, wow. And I'd be standing there for like for an hour. Just wondering what's going yeah, on. Yeah, because you're too scared to ask if I can leave now. So, you're yeah. standing there. So, we'll do the corner for like 10 minutes. It might not even that long sometimes. Um, and then the high chair. She don't like being in the high chair unless she's eating. Wow. So, like, we'll put her in the high chair as like a punishment or tell her she's going to bed early. Like a punishment. Right. And she's so smart. She understands all that. So, she'll be like, nah, let me chill. Yeah. But as far as like the, the hitting or popping, like, if I, if, like, she knows that you're not supposed to touch knives. If you see a knife on the counter and you reach your hand up, I'm popping your hand. Right. Because you, I need you to know that you absolutely cannot do that. Right. Like there's certain things, especially if it involves your safety. Don't you, touch certain yeah, stuff. Yeah, Don't yeah, do certain you can't, stuff. You can't do that. And you talk to them first. Like you uh, verbalize it so they understand. But then once it goes past the verbalizing, then, yeah, you got to get a little physical. But you ain't beating them. Okay. Okay. Now, I know that you work a lot. So, do you typically, like, find... How do you find time for, like, you and your wife? Like, how do you incorporate that? Planning. Planning. That's why everybody asks, like, why do I travel so much? Like, we need those. Those getaways aren't, like, a flex or... So how about the... During the typical week Like, stuff? during the week? So just regular day-to-day stuff. Um, our work schedules kind of, like, almost balance out together. Like, I get, in the, I get up a little earlier than she does, but I'm usually off and home by, like, Somewhere between 3 or 4 o'clock. She gets up at 5.30. So if I'm not doing anything that night, and if she's not going to the gym or having an appointment, then we'll just... It's more like family time because you still got the kids. Right. The kids go to bed earlier than we do, so those last two hours of the day is just us. That's love. Yeah, just talking. That's if, how Even you if mean. we're just like sitting together and I'm watching the show and she's reading her book or whatever, it's just that time together to us. And then... Of course, like at, like I try to like at least once or twice a month plan like a date night so we get to go out Silent. and we got a whole bunch of people that are willing to watch the kids. Support yeah, system is strong. Sister, her sister, um, her godbrother and god sister, her parents, her who else? A couple of her friends, best friends. They got kids, so they'll watch them for us. I don't have any family in Delaware right now, other than like my stepdad, but he's he over there. So I don't have anybody on my side to watch the kids like on a day to day. Yeah. But like if we had like. Uh, uh, like extended period where we're going to be gone or enough time to let them know my parents will come down to watch them too. So That's solid. Yeah, it definitely helps out. But That's yeah, a just, strong support system. Yeah, talk all day. We love that. People, I don't know why people be hitting on texting. Me and Courtney text 24-7. If we're not next to each other, we text them. Just, just, just keeping to talk. in touch. Yeah, just keeping in contact. Just take advantage of every second you can get because it's hard, especially when the kids are little. They're not independent enough to just go do their own thing. Yeah. But I remember we was kids like once you hit like Middle school, you outside. Yeah, you're playing good. ball, riding your we bike, whatever. We doing what we want to do. Yeah, they're not there yet. They got to be supervised with everything they do. So it's so hard. So are you gonna do that with your kids? You're gonna, I mean, when they get to teenage times, like oh, yeah. 13, 14, you're gonna let them just. Yeah, I want them to be in everything: sports, clubs, activities, whatever they want to do. I'm gonna try to expose them to a little bit of everything. I want to be a little league dad. Oh wow. I want to go to the baseball. Baseball games. games. Yeah. Okay. Either softball, but I want one of them. I just need one of them to pick it up. I want I want to go to the little league. I'm that trying would to be Stop popping big shit to the parents. Yeah. Like, you got some heavy hitters <laughs> yeah, behind yeah. you. I, That's I'm what's up, bro. I feel like 
that is something that like is gonna be like for like once once I have kids, I'm thinking like yeah, yeah I'm gonna make sure they're in as much stuff mm -hmm. as possible because mm -hmm. I don't want them just to be outside like experiencing Crazy. craziness. You don't want them in the house cooped up playing video games outside, but you also don't want them running the streets. Nah, you want which them. in Delaware, I mean. I know people say certain that was that was a little bad, but compared to my mindset coming from New York, unless you really, really like in the trap, the kids ain't gonna be running the streets. Like the certain communities that we come up in, like we ain't come up in no like crazy craziness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I, feel I like mean, there was a good. couple big, definitely big issues we had in my neighborhood. But oh, for sure. Yeah, but it wasn't no, nothing like yeah, that's what I'm weekly or like, daily. I, don't, I feel like I don't have to worry about like my, my kids growing up in, into a gang. Or, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, safe from that. Yeah, Delaware. That's what, I don't feel like Delaware doesn't have that type yeah, of so that's why energy. I'm, I'm kind of happy. And then not only that, but like a lot of our friends are now at the ages where like we're all, not all, but some of us are having kids. And they're around the same age group, so like the same way we all came up, I want the kids oh to come up gosh, the same bro. way, like that next that generation. That would be awesome. Yeah, like, like we won't stop till we on part two. And they just <laughs> keep it going, bro. Like I feel like that's important to me too. Is like I already know, like when I have kids, like I want them to be close to my friends' kids mm -hmm. because, like, to have those bonds early, to know that you know. Your pop is still kicking it with mm -hmm. your pop, you know what I mean? It's just and like, and you know they're good. Like, yeah, they're, they're, it's always. also like I'm going to Leak's house. Like, all right, I know they're too good. easy. Yeah, I know it's nothing, good. right? Yeah, same. Likewise, like I feel that is something that in our group that is like, bro, these next chapters of the group chat are gonna be the realest chapters because mm -hmm. we're getting into that age, like you said, where mm -hmm. people are having kids, they're getting married, they're doing life. Like as full blown adults, yeah. And which, by the way, we probably the most immature generation of adults. <laughs> I think that's funny, but it's a real statement. It's to ever come what made up. What you like, say that? Like, I just I look at like our group of like, especially me and like like our close group of friends. Yeah, we don't be taking shit serious ever. Like ever, ever. But we really be killing this life shit. Yeah. So I feel like we found like that balance of like we're not about to be them grumpy old men like. Nah, we we're gonna have gonna fun. Bro. Yeah, we're like, gonna have fun. And that's kind of the thing. Like I want the kids to expand and like go do their own thing, make their own experiences, but still feel comfortable. Like yeah, I'm about to go chill with my pops. Word. Wait that's, till we take family trips together. That's what I'm saying. As a group. That's what I'm saying. Everybody in our group, we're taking family that's trips here. together to the resorts where we got the adult only side and bro, the family we're gonna side. Have a ball, yeah, bro. Bro. We're gonna have a ball, bro. We're gonna have a ball, bro. Facts. We're gonna have a ball. I can't wait. I'm excited for that. Like, I am in a good space right now. I can see it. And it feels... It's probably the happiest I've ever seen you. Bro, I'm at so much peace. Like, it's so crazy how one major change in your life just changes your whole trajectory. Like, mm -hmm. it just changes everything. Like, your energy is different, bro. Mm -hmm. My energy is different. different. Like, Absolutely. I feel... Good, Absolutely. genuinely good about Absolutely. like where I'm headed. So I can't wait for all the things to just start to to play out. And uh, yeah, like I'm happy, and I'm happy that you're here. I'm happy that we're doing this. <laughs> thank like, you, thank you. Freaking Father's Day is coming up. Yes, That's sir. something that for me, Father's Day has been tough for me. Like like growing up, cause mm -hmm. it's just like I don't know if I told you like how I grew up, but like. I know a little bit, but not like yeah. the whole full blown story. I'm not even gonna get into it feel, deeply, respect but respect just like. A father, like having a real like father in your life, I feel like is real. 
crucial to life, bro. Absolutely. So, like, me, I didn't really have, like, a real father, like, the father that I would want to be. I had a lot of different role models as fathers. Like, my uncles Mm -hmm. or my stepdad, those are real big influences. And and shout out to them because those are very, (laughs) very important pieces to a lot of people's lives that they don't really know. Yeah, like... My stepdad taught me a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, definitely appreciate him for for everything that I learned from him. But mm-hmm. I just feel like having a real father is going to be different yeah. when you're in that position. So I, I'll say this because I have an actual like really good perspective on fatherhood and step parenthood mm-hmm. because my mom and dad were never married, but. They when they split, they did a good job co-parenting. As far as I know, I was a kid, so whatever issues they had, I ain't know you about. Didn't know about it. You just saw never, it good. They, yeah, they never never let us see that. And him and my stepdad didn't always start off on the best of foot, but after a while, as we got older, they became like they weren't best friends, but they were real cool. Right. So, like one of my fondest memories is we came back from the summertime from being in New York. My dad dropped us off, and me, my brothers, my dad, and my stepdad were all outside playing catch with the baseball. Wow. Like, that stuff. That's a me. good memory. Yeah. So, for for them, I'll say, I kind of strayed away from calling my stepdad my stepdad. I only say that when I'm telling other people who he is. But if you know us already, I'll refer to, to him as my dad. dad. I'm, I was the same way. Yeah. Like, and I was so, the same way. And I, I, I always hoped that I wouldn't offend my biological father because... That's not a slight to him because he was my dad. Right. My biological father, even living three hours away, made sure he seen us or was on the phone with us all the time. All the time. So the lessons that I incorporated to how I am as a husband and as a father came from both of them. So my dad, the reason everybody sees me always working, always hustling, always grinding, is because that was my dad, my biological dad. That man worked more than anybody I ever seen. Even so when, that's where you get the hustle from. Yeah, when he got us for the summers and we was going up there to stay with him, we was with my grandmother most of the time because he was because he work. was working. Now he had stuff planned for us. We was going to Yankee games, amusement parks, water parks. But he was working. But he was working that in between. Was a priority. Right? Yeah, to get that money. He got three sons. He, he, he got to get pay that money. Take care of his mom. So that's one of your top priorities. Yeah, just working. Just working. I got to make sure that. And he was one of the dads that didn't believe in. I'm gonna buy a, a bicycle for a three out of share. If he was buying something, he each everybody got, everybody got one. Lit. So when the PSPs came out, we all got our own. Lit. PlayStations, we all got our own. Game Boys, all, yeah. So he was always hustling. So that stuck with me. Because I never felt like, oh, he's not spending enough time with us. Because we was getting everything we wanted. So I understood, even at a young age, why yeah. he was working so much. Imagine cool. having six kids. <laughs> you got to work. That's insane. My stepdad... Bro, and people wonder why I go, like, bro, yeah. why I work hard, bro. Yeah. Like, I feel what you're saying because, mm-hmm. like... Kids ain't cheap. Kids are not cheap, bro. <laughs> and it's hard mm-hmm. to really, really do everything for multiple kids. Yep. And then still doing for yourself. For yourself. Because that's important. And your partner. Mm-hmm. Husband, and wife, girlfriend, baby mom, whatever. Yeah. Like... That's doing important. being able to do all of that for multiple people mm-hmm. is it's tough. Work. It's tough. That's a lot of work. Yeah. A lot of work. And so the lessons that I gained from my stepfather was I was a mama's boy. I was the middle child, but I was like sickly when I was young. Okay. So I always got kind of special attention from work. my mom because she had to take care of me or whatever. Work. And so being that my stepdad was married to my mom, I always watched the way he took care of her. Because I always thought growing up that my mom was high maintenance. Oh, I, was wow. like, I don't she, understand how you deal with her because she was just like 
Not that she was always she was a woman. She was just a woman. She Wait. Was, not she wasn't always complaining, but she would complain when she need to. She you know how girls are they always tired. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Just like she was she was particular about the things she wanted. The way she wanted the house set up, how she wanted, and my stepdad was on top of all of that. Whatever she wanted, whatever she needed, even things that she needed that she didn't know she needed, he was on top of. He would think that far ahead that she would never want for anything because he was always on top of it. Gotta be. And then they, they, the the traveling thing came from them. Wow. Because there was hella times where they was leaving us behind, so they go on trips. They go, yeah, they take them trips. They needed them trips, cruises, all the stuff. So just watching the way he loved her, the way he treated her, that kind of is how I based my relationship with Courtney. It was like that, and even though me and his relationship isn't the greatest right now, that's those lessons they stuck on me. You and your. Me and my stepdad. Stepdad. Yeah, me and my dad tight tight. We that's never gonna change. Okay. Yeah, me and my stepdad's relationship isn't the greatest right now, but we still I feel like you and your stepdad had a great relationship. Like coming up, yeah, yeah. yeah. When I when I was living there, yeah. Wow. Okay. Absolutely. That's why I said it's just it's just lack of communication right now. I think that's mainly what it is. Yo what's crazy is I feel like that's me with my family right now. Like not my little brothers or mm-hmm. my sisters, but like my older brother, mm-hmm. communication is tough right now. With him, with my <laughs> I can see that. mom, communication is tough right now. Really? Yeah. With my stepdad, communication is tough. Mm-hmm. And with my real dad, there's no communication. Right. So, like, I'm really, like, recently I'm just taking a step back from, like, speaking to my family when I have like real life stuff that I'm do- doing doing mm-hmm. and dealing with like I step like back type of negative emotions I just don't like so, sometimes family can get in the way of your your path or your mindset um, because they don't agree with you and you feel like it's always going to be constant conflict mm-hmm. if they don't understand your point right and you can only explain your point so many times before you have to just be like, all right, right. I'm just not going to talk about it or talk to you about I feel it. Like, yeah, so. And that's the thing. You don't owe anybody that. No. Nah. You don't owe anybody 100% oh of, my gosh, of bro. what you're going through in life. You can you can come. Uh, I'll say not anybody. If you're married, you, you owe your wife 100% of that. You got to talk to your wife. You got to talk to your wife. But outside of that. You can compartmentalize what pieces of you you give to other people because that's what I'm like. Learning. You said a lot of people they're not gonna understand, and it, even if they can't understand, it's not your job to make them. You can't. Yeah. You can't make people understand things. So it's just like, like they either get it, get how what you're saying, they support you, or they just don't, and mm-hmm. they will constantly bow to you. So yeah, like recently, like that's what I've been doing is just compartmentalizing like exactly what information I'm going to choose to talk about mm-hmm. things that I'm going through I'm going to dial back on mm-hmm. expressing to certain people and uh, it's been really really helpful and it's been keeping me like in a good like place yeah. because I don't have those constant uh, thoughts or trying to fix it mm-hmm. all the time like I don't have that immediate like let me try to fix this. Let me try to fix this situation. Let me try to explain this situation. Let me try to do this. Let me try. No, I don't have to do that. Right. And I don't have to make it difficult for myself. Why would I do that? Right. That's where I'm at right now. No, so, I yeah. respect that. I yeah. respect that. But, uh, yeah, man. That's what's up, man. 
we're doing what we need to do. Absolutely. As as men. Absolutely. We feel like I feel like we're both headed down the the right path and you are setting a bar, you've been showing the way for a lot of us. Like you're doing it, bro. <laughs> I appreciate that. You're appreciate doing that. It. Just try my best. It's, That's inf- all. it's inspiring. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because, uh, yeah, I just, yeah, I'm just like, I got to tell you that. I appreciate that. I'm going right. to tell you that throughout this motherfucker because you got it. <laughs> no, I really do. I really do appreciate that. Yeah. And it's funny, too, because me, uh, me and Courtney have talked about this before, about, like, the um, the couple's goals pressure that people put on you sometimes. <laughs> but I'm really, I'm not, not to say what you're saying is that, but from things like, I don't like when, People idolize social media couples, bro. Because you never been, know been what's that. going been on that. in the background. You don't know. You don't, you don't know. know. The pictures could be great. They could have got the good angles with the color coordination. They on the beach. They showing you the gifts for Christmas. It's all you cute. Really and behind know. the scenes, they can hate each other. Yeah. And they just keeping up appearance for everybody else. Those couple goals are really, uh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and never. Then, and then, so the flip side, and that's why, like, I post a lot, not for, like, just for myself. Like, I use social media mostly for comedy. Like, I Yo, you're a lot. troll, <laughs> by the way. On Facebook, you be trolling. I be seeing, I, I be do. like, Tariq be trolling. I do. I do. <laughs> Does that ever get so, you in trouble? In trouble? Nah. Like, do you ever have... I've had people threaten me before. Okay. I've had people... <laughs> shout out to DeAndre Scott. A lot of her followers don't like the takes that I have on her on her post sometimes. Yo, you be trolling. So you be, be wanting to fight me. <laughs> um, but what was the last uh, thing that, that, that happened? Like, give me one uh, situation where you feel like you had... Oh, uh, my infamous one. The um, upcoming Father's Day. They don't... They, I the, single, the single moms hate when I say that we don't want to hear that... Happy Father's Day to me thing too. You've been yeah. I, ha- I haven't been threatened or nothing, but the right. girl, yeah, single moms they get mad because Absolutely. you're saying because they feel like I'm saying that. I I get it as a single mom when you're raising a child on your own, you do have to do the mother and the father quote unquote father's role, but you're still a mother. Okay. You feel me? Yeah. Like, you are handling both responsibilities, but you're not going around saying, yeah, the, I'm the father of this child. You're, no, you're, you're the, mother, you're of the, the mother of the child. Right. So you got Mother's Day. Wow. That's wow. And so, if you're going to pat yourself on the back on Father's Day, that's cool. But don't do it to try to overshine all the good fathers that are out there. Like, I, it's a lot of the times you'll see when they're, they're not so much patting themselves on the back, but it's like a bash to the deadbeat baby dads. Oh, wow. And I'm like, fuck them. That's not what... Today's not for them. Today's right. for the real fathers. Right, Let right. us have our day. That's why you said that. Yeah, that's, why that's, said. All, that's all it is. And then, not only that, so when I've had a lot of people break down the psychology and all that stuff to me, so I was like, all right, cool. I hear your side. I mean, I'm not about to die on this mountain. Like, it's not that deep. Right. But, so then I'll make the joke on Father's Day, because I know a couple single fathers out here raising their kids on their own doing it and so on Mother's Day I'd be like yo single dads make sure y'all get y'all shout out today and then they get mad at that like no this is our day but you but you can come on Father's Day right so it's like yeah so I just now at the point I don't I don't even care what the perspective is I'm just gonna say it and then they get mad and I laugh wow (laughs) you're a troll still still oh to this day but yeah that's all social media is to me it's just to have fun with it I forgot what my original point was no but so yeah I I don't like that pressure of the couple's goals thing because if you're posting and posting all the things that's going on and then you stop and now they're like, well, what's, what's going on? Right. Oh, right. Something must be going on at home. 
You know what I mean? Or if there are real life problems and you don't want it, you're not giving that to the public. Right. Then they feel like, oh, well, you're entitled to tell us what's going on. Yeah. And, bro, I got like a thousand followers. I'm nobody on Instagram. Like, I don't owe anybody anything. So that whole couple's goal thing, just but it's not a couple's goal. It's just, that's just what healthy relationships look like. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're having fun in your relationship. In your relationship. You're sharing your piece of happiness it's, it's with just our truth. someone else that's it and so the whole idea of that being a goal just makes me feel like well there must be a lot of like tragic relationships going on out wow. here if, there's if probably no, a lot of if them. normal healthy relationships is the like i to me the goal is like Steph Curry and Aisha, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be living in Beverly Hills with a mansion and my kids going to private school and never wanting for nothing and I could sit back at home and chill. Easy. That's that to me. That's couples goals. Right. Just a regular, I mean, middle family. Middle, yeah, middle income family. If that's goals, then it's something wrong going on out there. Yeah. Which I, I can mean, agree. I can agree with that. I feel like yeah, there's so much more that we want yeah. in life for our kids and their yeah. kids and stuff like that. So the bare minimum shouldn't be gold. Like I feel like the stuff I'm doing is regular. I won't say it's the bare minimum, but that's just normal. Yeah, stuff. like yeah. if you're just doing normal stuff and you, yeah. oh, this and this, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Like that kind of annoys me sometimes. It's just like just it's just, just living. Yeah, yeah, we're just living. Yeah, but I mean, hey, if that's the inspiration they need to draw from, shout out to them. Listen, I know what you mean by that. And it's a lot of things out there that are like that. Listen, it's a lot of situations out there. I'll be like what that. does everybody say? The dating pool got pee in it now. It got <laughs> hot pee and hot dog water. That shit is nasty, bro. It's messy out yeah, there. Damn. I feel like uh, right now for me, I'm posting a lot more. But see, it's different though. You went so long without posting because you were unhappy. Yeah. That now that you're happy, you just want to share that. Oh, bro. And that's normal. I feel great. Yeah, bro. That, like, that's normal. I literally like when I and it's, it to. I don't know. I can't speak for you, but like if I was in your shoes, that'd be kind of like a f you to the haters. Like, oh, it's a it's a f you <laughs> to yeah, the haters, bro. It, it is like you know I'm going to, bro. Like one, she's gorgeous, bro. She's gorgeous. Two, she's for me, bro. And Three. Only for you. Yeah. And it's just like, there's nothing but peace mm-hmm. and real communication. And we have a genuine connection. And, like, I'm ha- mm-hmm. like, bro, like. It's like a whole new experience for you. It's the best. It's the best. Like, and literally, I'm blessed. And I'm grateful. And I'm thankful. Because, like, all of the things that I didn't have in the past relationships like having them without uh like making it something or saying something without about having it. Without even ask. Yeah, it's just like just being being with somebody that just is for you mm-hmm. and you know they're for you. It's just like night and day and it feel it's like one of the best feelings, mm-hmm. bro. Like but it feels natural too, doesn't so, it? Yeah. And it's so crazy because I feel like in every relationship that I've been in, that's something that I've always wanted. Mm-hmm. But it was like you want for that, but if you're not getting that, the only thing that's gonna happen is you're just gonna keep wanting mm-hmm. that. And you're gonna just fall into these patterns of being with people that you want this thing from, mm-hmm. but it's just not working. Yep. So, like I said, I'm in a relationship now, and I don't want for anything. Mm-hmm. It just feels good. 
and it just feels it right. It just flows naturally. And it just flows naturally. And another thing too is like as men, you can be in a relationship and know you need something and you won't ask for it. Yeah. And so when you don't have to ask for it, it's like, why didn't anybody else get this? Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. It's like simple, like simple things. Like so and of course there's always gonna be like levels of communication because you'll you'll learn as the longer you get into your relationship that there's gonna be more things that you want or things that you you need that you don't want that might be happening and you communicate about it and things will change yeah. over time. But the the minimum, like the the normal the things that just should just be happening, you're gonna get that off the rip. Word. Get like bro, she makes plans. She makes plans for me. That's huge. She makes plans you for listen, us. You listening, Courtney? She makes plans. She makes plans for us. She asks about stuff. She's mm-hmm. like proactive and she's like I remember the other night she was like, um, I wanna go out dancing with you. Like, let's go out dancing. And I'm just like, all right, like this is cool. Like I love to go out dancing. But mm-hmm. then it was like, I gotta work in the morning. Like even though I was just like <laughs> You wanna do it. I wanted to do it, but just realistically thinking about the time that I have and where I'm like, bro, this was at eleven thirty at night and we were with her friend and I was with Jalen actually. Okay. And it was like eleven thirty and she wanted to go dancing down at the beach in Maryland. And I was like, oh, Ocean City, uh-huh. Secrets. You want to go to Secrets? And I was just like, yeah, like, I would really want to go. Like, I would really love to do that. But I have work in the morning. And if we get down there, we're going to get down there at, like, 1230. We're going to mm-hmm. dance for an hour and some change. And then drive all the way back up. Yeah. And I have to be up at, like, 730. So, listen. That sounds crazy, right? Yeah. But remember, we used to do stuff like that all the time. Remember you oh. said used to. But no, used so to. so hear me out. I I get it. The whole stigma. Once you hit past twenty five, you start to feel old. Close to you to thirty, like you be tired. You got work. I get that. So you would push went? your push your limits. You would have went. I would have went. Wow. I would have went. Now I feel bad. I, nah, don't feel bad, bro. If, if Courtney asked me that right now, I'm saying no. But I got two kids. Oh, okay. It was a little bit different. See, I told. <laughs> see, I just was like. Uh, no, be like I wish I would have knew about it earlier because we would have right. left earlier and, and it would have just made it happen. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say this: when when me and Courtney were dating, and because she got pregnant like right after we got married, so I can't even say like the beginning of our marriage. But like while we were dating, yeah, before we prior to having kids, the spontaneous stuff was always the greatest experiences. It's so fun. Always, like I remember the one time we were sitting around at the house, and um, I don't know if I brought it up or she brought it up, but we was like, "Yo, I want to go to the Puerto Rican Day Parade in New York." So I looked it up. It was like the next day. And we just drove up and went. Lit. Just straight up went. Called my, call my dad. Like, yo, we crashing. See? And we just went up there and went. See, I like making day trips. Yeah. Right now, that's where yep. we're at. It's like, we're going to make these day trips like the uh, the most of my favorite one so far is when we went to New York. Mm-hmm. And actually, I actually explored New York for the first time. Like, it's a vibe. I'm not from here and mm-hmm. I'm taking all this in and it looks like this like, is you was with me. We was only out at night for real, for real. Yeah, bro. We, we went to the clubs <laughs> and we went to get food and we just that we was, was happy. We was yeah, lit. You know what I mean? Lit. Yeah. When I got to really explore it during the day, mm-hmm. like go to Domino Park and see the Brooklyn Bridge mm-hmm. and go to the Empire State Building and see, you know, all of that. It's just like for me, bro. That was like, wow, mm-hmm. this is lit. And I'll say too, a lot of places that you go, like. Let you go with your boys. When you revisit those same places with your girl, yeah, 
it's like a whole new experience. Oh my god! You see bro. things completely different. Like I went to Puerto Rico as a kid and a preteen with my parents, and I remember certain things. I remember having fun, but going with Courtney, it's that island is like become home now. Like we've gone three times already. We'll probably you go know like what once where you know where you're at. Yeah, like that. We got our favorite restaurants. We got like our spots. We know where we take our pictures. Our favorite beach. That's like where we're we gonna turn up. Like that's like our second. We wanna we're gonna buy property out there. I believe like, it. I'm gonna get a beach. I'm swear. Yo, I'm gonna get a that's gonna be lit, yeah. bro. And if all the homies want to come, we crash, there. Yeah, go we're music. there. If you and, and if you and, uh, actually want to go out there for a vacation, like, oh, that's it's happening, bro. Yeah. It's gonna happen. Absolutely. Puerto Rico. Yeah, I love it out there. Puerto Rico. You don't need a passport to go. I'm going yeah. out there, bro. Like she told me, she wants to take me to the rainforest. She has family out there. Yeah, yeah, you gotta go. You gotta yeah, go. because that's the thing too. I can give you the um, some of like the local stuff to do, and then like touristy stuff to do. But when you got like the first first time we went, I got family that lives in the area called Trio Alto. It's like up in the mountains. Three, what Trio Alto? <laughs> My Spanish is not the greatest. <laughs> Trio Alto. Pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. Okay. But it's up in the mountains. And so the very first night we get there, oh, this is our first trip to Puerto Rico together. That was another one. Spontaneous. To backpedal on it. My aunt messaged me. She lives in Puerto Rico. Messaged me on Facebook one day. You and your girlfriend are so cute. I want to meet her. Like, bring her out here. Bet. Booked a flight. Easy deal. I was like, I can stay with you. Bet. Planned it. So that was actually. He didn't even think about it. He didn't even think about it. Just planned it. <laughs> Because, so listen, I was in the process. I had went already and put the down payment on the engagement ring. But I didn't know how I wanted to do it. So when she hit me with that, I said, oh, bing bong, A and B. Yeah, we going there. That's how I'm going to do it. Done. So I had to hurry up. I had to work more overtime so I could hurry up and pay this ring off and then go do it there. So we get there first thing and I'm looking at the weather. And it was supposed to rain a lot while we were there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm not staying in the mountains. You don't want to do it in the rain. Right? Not, well, not just that. I didn't want to stay in the mountains on the countryside while I was raining a lot with my aunt. So I ended up booking a hotel last minute. So we stayed with my aunt for one night and then for the rest of the trip we stayed at the hotel. hotel. So and that gave us more intimacy, more space for ourselves Definitely. anyway. So first night my um, my well my grandfather came to pick us up from the airport. Thunderstorming it's nighttime because we went at night. Thunderstorming heavy it looked like a hurricane outside. He drives this little small hoopty car and we're driving up the mountains. The roads are so thin that if two cars are about to pass, one has to pull over to the side so, they can so get the through. other person can pass. Wow, bro. And then if you're on the side towards the end of the mountain, there's no guard railing. So oh, you can, it's like you can fall down over and fall over. over. There's yeah. wild horses just walking up and down wild the street. Wild horses? Bro, I promise to you. It was the mo- When I tried to tell you, Courtney probably squeezed all the blood out my leg because she was so scared from driving up the thing. And so then when we get to my aunt's house, her driveway is like... A freaking roller coaster drive. Straight up. Straight up. So my 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 grandfather backs up and then guns it up the driveway so his car can get up. <laughs> I was and that was her introduction to Puerto Rico. That was her first time ever. Yo, that there. sounds wild, bro. So we get there, it's the middle of the night, and you know Puerto Ricans, it don't matter what time it is, they ain't see you in a while, you talking. Oh yeah. So, so now it's after midnight. We are on a patio drinking beer, smoking blunts, just sitting with my aunt and my grandfather. <laughs> I haven't seen them since I was kids. Now I'm an adult, so they're like, "Oh, you could do everything." Whatever. Now. Yeah, it don't yeah, matter. So what they doing. was living it up, bro. It was great. It was a great introduction. I was like, "Before I spoil you and give you the fancy stuff, you about to get this real." Where? You go see, the see what it's like. But it, it opened. I feel like it makes you appreciate the island more. 
Yeah. Because you get to see like how the real people are living out there before you go back to the tourist spots. Wow. So yeah, bro. It's if she got family out there, go see the family. I can't wait. Go see the family. I'm excited. See bro. the chicken farm. Mom I'm be fishing. She grows stuff in her backyard. She eats off the land. I got family. a friend that is like, my guy is really trying to live that type of life, like, like fishing, natural. gardening, and grow all of his stuff at on his land and. This is really what he wants to do, bro. That's that's a wave. Yeah. You know how much money you'll save doing that? Tons, tons. Absolutely, and it's healthier because you eat straight from the earth. Yeah, I feel like that's what we need more of. Is yeah, people that are growing their own vegetables. Why are we going out of our way to go to the store to get these same things that we can grow ourselves? Like, one is the lack of knowledge, space. Yeah. Because I live in a townhome, I can't go. You, I can't yeah, go you can't go plant something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just. Not everybody has the opportunity, but if you got land, so even if you just glow on flowers, grow something. Yeah. Get a green thing. I feel like once I get a good piece of land for myself, like, that's what I'm going to have. I'm yeah. going to have you that. You want to do that. See, I, I, shout out to Courtney, because she's been saying this, that whenever when we do build our house and get a piece of land, she wants to garden. She wants to have, like, a little farm, grow some fruits and vegetables, stuff like that. And shout out to her, because I'm used to brick, concrete, and mortar. I'm not gardening nothing. I, I wanna, bet you'll go in that garden I bet if, you you see, if you see things that are back there that you like. Uh, to pick it and eat it. I'm not yeah. going to help in the process. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's oh, not he's me. talking Bro, tough when on I, here. When I tell you I don't, I, I'm going to hire somebody to cut my grass or Christian's going to do it. I'm not You're doing, not doing none of that. No, I'm not that guy. I feel you, bro. I'm not that if guy. If you can pay for it, why <laughs> yeah, not? I'm yeah, I'm not that guy. Yeah, I feel like I would I've be like never that. been. That, that time we went hiking with Akia was the first time I've ever been hiking before. I'm not a nature person. Not no. I like being outside when it Yo, comes to like playing sports. That hike was humbling, bro. That hike was really Shout out humbling. to the cardio. I'm glad I was in the gym before we did that. Yeah. Bro, I was tired. I felt that. it the next day. I did too. I felt it the I next day. It was My a good calves workout. and quads was tight. Yeah. Yeah, that was tough. I'd do it again though. It was actually pretty cool. Yeah, I like hiking. I would do it. Seeing all the things. I want to do something there. crazy though. Like, I want to go like the Grand Canyon or something like that. Oh, that would be lit. We're going tough. to Vegas. We are going to We're Vegas. We're going to Vegas, bro. Jalen, what's up? Grand Canyon? Grand Canyon wave. <laughs> Kenny Planet. I feel like that's what we need to do. Not is go out there, go to the. Either that or at least do the dune buggies in the desert. That's a. That's, that's done, bro. Yeah. That's done. We're going to have that. fun, man. That just will be lit. Vegas is about to be popping. bro. Lit. I'm, I'm trying be, to do everything yeah, out there, dog. Yeah. I'm trying to be outside. We outside. <laughs> <laughs> we outside. Hoochie Daddy shorts and all. Oh, oh yeah, we got we got to rock the Hoochie Daddies out there. It's lit. But um, I feel like there's more that I needed to talk to you about today. I can't remember. I think we got a lot. We hit a lot of points. We did. The one question that you did have on there was kind of spicy. and I Hit actually, me with it. I actually liked it because people needed to hear. It was um, having two children. How has it affected your sex life? Yeah, how has that affected your system? And, and so I'll say, as of right now with two kids, I can never say my sex life has been better than what it is now. A1. Amazing. To the point where, where like, you know how normally in a relationship, like, the guy's drive is the highest? Yeah. Nah. nah. She's smoking me right now, bro. She <laughs> <laughs> She's smoking, she's smoking that reek pack. She got me. She got me quartered. I can't get like, up. And I love it. I absolutely love it. A one. I a one, bro. But it, I was. I won't say it was a struggle to get here. It was a process to get here. Yeah. Because obviously, you know that honeymoon stage when you first get married throughout your relationship, everything's just great. You got nothing but time. I'm right there, right now. Exactly. I'm in there right now. Right there. That's the uh, hold on to it. That's the fun part, right there. It's, it's the best. Yeah. So that that's that, and then you get to the part of the relationship where the real hits. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're really starting to figure each other out. 
you getting on her nerves, she getting on your nerves, y'all living together, like you just starting to fill each other out. So it might dwindle a little bit, never completely goes away, but it might slow down. <laughs> when the kids get into the picture, um, depends on the pregnancy. Some women, when they're pregnant, they good to go. It don't up until the day they pop. <laughs> don't even matter. Wow. Don't even matter. Like the first one, our sex life was fine when she was pregnant with Lauren. With Christian, because we had them so close together, she had um, issues with her sciatic nerve, her hips. Like she was just in a lot of pain throughout the yeah. pregnancy. So it was just uncomfortable. It wasn't Word. that she didn't want to do it. It was it just was uncomfortable. Like, yeah. yeah. So it was a big drop with that. And then, you know, after they have the kids, you got to wait like six weeks. So it was a long, I mean. Long, long, long drought. But after that, <laughs> <laughs> my boy said it was a drought. Uh, it was a I, was, drought. I, was, I was famished. Oh, but, um, yeah. You listen. So after the after the healing, <laughs> after the healing portion, um, you just got to navigate of of how the kids are being raised. If they're breastfed. They're gonna be in your bed most of the night because it's it's easier for them to just you know what I mean pop their boot out, latch them, go back to sleep, and let them eat you know what I mean as they go. So the kids are in the bed. Obviously, you're not doing anything best. So you just gotta find time throughout the day. I mean, you're making you the time. Get it in when you get it in. Yeah. But once them kids, bro, when Lauren got her toddler bed and Christian was crib trained. Over what? Y'all got your bed back. Got our bed back, bro. King said, "You put it together." Yeah, I know. Me and Adele. Me and Adele put it together. Yeah. King size bed, dog. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me, yo, everything comes full circle, circle, bro. You, you looked up. Where, bro? I was down bad. Couldn't even put the bed together. Nah, we put it together. We got it done too. That was a, that was a good. And I I put it to test. It's still holding firm. She good. Yeah, we did what we needed to do. Hey, I dap you up on that one. We did what we needed to do. So, do you want more kids? Nah, bro. I'm done. Done with kids? Two and done. I got my boy. I got my girl. I got my snip. Dang, you got the vasectomy? Yeah. Talk about it, bro. Talk about it. How's that? It was it was awkward. That I thought I was going to get put to sleep. Right. It was like, yeah, you got medical insurance. I mean, you don't have to pay for nothing. So I was like, free? But me and Courtney talked about it. I told her. We talked about it for a minute. And I told her um, I would wait a year after Christian was born. We'll revisit the conversation, and if my mind ain't changed, then we gotta get it done. So we had a conversation. She was on board. Went to the um, the consultation, and he was like, "Yeah, it's an outpatient surgery, so you'll come in, it'll be like an hour, and you're out of there." He was like, "We're gonna numb the area, and then they like do the little incision, snip, cool." All while you're awake. So I, that's why I asked. I said, "Am I getting put on the anesthesia?" He said, "No." I was like, "So am I gonna feel anything?" He said, "You." We numb it with a shot. So the first shot burned. That joint, bro, I could feel the needle go in. Oh, I could my feel, God. Yeah, I could feel the burning sensation, and I, like, cringed up. Oh, and my then gosh. It only was like, a, it was, like, a couple of seconds, and then it just numbed up, and then they did the second one for the other side. But so, like, you could feel, <laughs> you don't, <laughs> you don't feel. I'm not the, getting one of these, bro. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. not unless you're sure. But you don't feel no pain. <laughs> You don't feel no pain, but you feel pressure. So, like, you can feel him, I mean, like, pressure, whatever. And then, so when they, I don't know if they cauterize, solder, whatever the proper term, but you can smell the smoke from when they burn that, that part, whatever the little tube is. Why aren't you asleep for this? Because you only, in, I was only in the room for, like, 15 minutes. It's fast. Oh, my god! So, I guess it's not worth, they just, they'd rather just numb you than put you to sleep. I personally am I'm going to go to sleep. Whether only you don't have an option, it's not a choice. I would rather go to sleep. I would rather go. Absolutely, I don't want to. What, bro? No. And then so like the, 
the procedure wasn't even the worst part. Everybody, I know a couple people that got it done. It was like, yeah, the recovery's only two days. I get done on Friday, go back to work Monday, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, cool. Bro, for a week, I felt like somebody need me in the nuts. You know how when you get kicked in the nuts, you get that little yeah, pain that, in your that stomach? Yeah, pain just travels Bro, it from was the, there the whole the time. Stomach. And then, so I had to wear, like, compression shorts to keep my shit right. And he, like, little suede. And I got kids. They trying to jump oh on my lap. My Christian got hurting. me the one time. Bro, I almost cried. I'm telling you, yeah, it was it, it was a tough week getting back into it, just moving around. And then since it's an incision down there, they tell you you can't do no type of exercise, nothing like that for, like, a week yeah. and a half, two weeks to a fully heels. You went on another drought. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Another drought. <laughs> Another drop. They be trying to get me out of there. Wow. Come back stronger, though. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. And they tell you you got a nut 20 times. So after? You, yeah, after. Because there's still some left in your system. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So you got to clear it all out. I, and you're supposed to do a sample. <laughs> set it to the, you got to do a jerk-off sample and send it to the lab so they can tell you if you're completely clear. I ain't do it yet. You didn't send the sample off? They never called me. Oh, wow. I don't know if I was supposed to call them or what. Probably but, you're supposed uh, to call them. I don't know. I just wow, been bro. handling my business. Yeah. Wow. Machine Gun so Kelly. You, you did that. All right, we're good. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, now it's just, like I said, it's never been And I feel like because for, like, for me, I went through, like, a, a, a self-confidence issue when I, during COVID because I was in the house eating a lot. I wasn't working out. gained a whole bunch of weight. I was, like, 245 or 250. That was the heaviest I've ever been. Wow. So I get back in the gym. Lose, I got down to, like, 205, slimmed up. I was, like, feeling better about myself. After she healed up from having Christian, she was able to get back in the gym. Her body snatched back. She after both pregnancies, she 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 snapped got perfect genes. Yeah, she just snapped right back. So we starting to feel ourselves again. We look good, feel good, energy's back top, and it's just been hey, it's been great. It's a it's good feeling great. when you yeah, feeling dog. good, ain't it? Shout out to the trainers, Dre and Mira. They got us. They right. got y'all right. They got, they got right. y'all right. Yeah, dog. Yeah. If you in Tampa area, go check them out. Dang, they moved to Tampa. To Tampa. Tampa's a vibe, bro. Florida in general. I don't know if I could live there because I'm terrified of hurricanes. Yeah. Like, I've been in Florida when a hurricane was going on and it scared the crap out of yeah. me. So, I don't know if I could live there, but the, I'm glad I got friends there now because I'll visit Yo. them. I visit CJ for his birthday. Um, when Dre and Mira have their housewarming, I'm going down there again. I got an uncle in Kissimmee on my stepdad's side. He lives, like, right outside. Where y'all was at? Kissimmee. Bro, right outside Orlando. Kissimmee is lit. Yeah, he lit. My uncle lives there. I got friends in Kissimmee now. Yeah, dog. Oh, we good, bro. Yeah. Whenever we go to Florida, yeah. we good, That's bro. what I'm saying. We tapped in all over. Yeah. My cousin, she lives in um, Miami right now. She does her, um, she does something with, like, girls that get surgery. She has, like, a place for them to stay while they recover, pretty much. Wow. And I know she does, like, yoga and all this other stuff. She's real into to that lifestyle. So she down there doing her thing. She killing it. Got a nice apartment in Miami. Mm. She been telling me to come down for forever. She got an apartment in Miami. Bro, She's bringing I'm it back. Not, but it's not like it's the, the views look like a Drake album cover. Like mm -hmm. her apartment is nice. So yeah, she's been telling me to get down there and visit her. She want me and Courtney to come down there. So I got to do that. I've been pushing that off too long. Gotta get out there and go see her. But yeah, Florida, we tapped in. We wherever you want to go. Ashley has family in Florida too. Yeah, we'll see you be up. We're going. <laughs> We're going. I can't wait. We might as well do a Florida road trip and Let's just hit every city. I'm down for that. That would be. I would have to take a week off, uh, but that is nothing. That bro. sounds like a 2023 20, plan. Probably 24 hours to get there, right? To drive to Florida? Yeah. Nah. 17. I think, I think it's like 14 or 15, something like that. Wow. Something I don't know exactly. Depending on what part you're going. Yeah. To. But like, if you want Miami, that's further, further down. Yeah. But um, like I, I love Miami. That, We've I, been to Miami so much. That just like how you have like favorite spots in Puerto mm -hmm. Rico, That's I got Miami. favorite spots in Miami, Miami? bro. Yeah, Miami like when I go there, 
my restaurant I'm going to is Puerto Sagua. <laughs> like it's done. It's bro. Cuban. Yes. Yeah. And it's so good, bro. It's so good. Mm-hmm. That's like, the spot. Have yeah. you been to Vegas before? Never been to Vegas. Oh, this gonna, gonna be, be a- my third time going. Dang. Three went, times to Vegas? Yeah, I went. And both times I went with Courtney and her parents, they love Vegas. Wow. That was like our, our little family trip. And then the second time we went was when Kenny was still living there, so we linked with him. Wow. But, um, yeah, Vegas is a vibe. There's tons to do. Great place to eat. It's like an adult amusement park, bro. There's so much to do. Yeah. So much to like, Everybody thinks Vegas is just like clubs and strip clubs and gambling. But outside of those three things, there's a lot of a lot stuff to, to do. do. Yeah, a lot more yeah, stuff Yeah, I can't to wait do. till we go. I want to do those dune buggies for sure. Mm-hmm. I want to just be out there with the guys, like mm-hmm. old times. I feel like we're going to have a ball. Um, yeah, that joint's gonna be great. Yeah, gonna be great. Now I'm planning to go to Italy this year too. I'm going to Rome, and I'm hating because I want to go. I haven't been. That that looks beautiful. I just found out like flying from New York mm-hmm. to Italy. You eight, say like eight and a half hours, right? Um, eight hours, something like that. It's short. It's a, it's not long of a flight. Yeah, really. Yeah, it's not to Italy. No, 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 no. You're right on the money. Oh, okay. like I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah but eight hours is not, not that long. That no, bad, no, 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 no. Right? Compared to other things. Yeah, yeah. Um, anywhere European fly to New York. I just found out, bro. Yeah, like I was like looking at cheaper. the tickets, and I was like, damn. Like way if cheaper. I leave out of New York, it's a thousand dollars cheaper. Yeah, because JFK and some parts of the, most of the guys, but mostly JFK. Uh, it's like the biggest international airport on the East Coast. Yeah. So everything coming from that area, they have it's more right. flights there than yeah. they would in like Philly or Baltimore. Wow, bro. Philly, that makes sense. Yeah, Philly, to me, if you're flying domestic anywhere in the country, fly to Philly. If you're trying to do anything like DR, Jamaica, Mexico, anything like that, fly to Baltimore. Yep. Anything European, New York. Have you ever flew Southwest? Yeah. I'm about to fly Southwest. Because Southwest is not terrible. They're, they're they're a decent like mid-level type airline. I seen something on their website that was just like confusing me, and they have these. I'll show you after this, no, just right. to show you. But like, yeah, I'm gonna fly Southwest. Yeah, Southwest thing, but the and only, I'm, I'm only flying out of Baltimore. That I'm I'm dead off of. Like you'll never catch me on the Spirit and Frontier. Oh, I've I, done them, and I never again. See, I flew Frontier. And I was good, but I was also sitting in the front row, like the very first row. See, yeah, I didn't do. The I don't first know if row. it's 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 probably it's like business or something like that. Yeah, or yeah. that might first make class. a difference. That might it made a difference. a difference because you have more room. I got way more room. I'm not uncomfortable. But still, did they have all the bag fees and all the other stuff you had to pay? Bro, I didn't pay for bags. I didn't pay for any of my bags. Oh, I had a carry on and a and you had to pay for backpack and a personal item. And I didn't pay for it. No, uh, I think I had to. Lakeem paid for his. But, like, bro, when I got to the first line, I'm in the first... I'm boarding first class, right? right? So I'm just like... I didn't even... Like, I, I thought I was going to, like, get up to the front line and have to pay for my bags. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't get them online. Like, I just didn't pay for them oh, So online. they just completely slipped up? I don't know what they did. Because I was, like, fully prepared to pay right. for it when I got on the plane. But I was just like... They didn't even charge me for my bags. So I did that two times. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm just going to get a first class seat and not, not pay, pay for, for my bags. Yeah. Like, they're not that was me. my whole thing with them. It's like, all right, so the, say if you was to fly American Airlines and it was 400 and Spirit was only going to charge you 200 Well, after you pay for your bags, both You're right ways, back at the same number. Yeah, and then I'm paying the same price and I'm less comfortable. I might as well yeah, just fly you, American Airlines. That's but, how they get you. Yeah, so that's why I never... And then 
But <laughs> I had issues with staff with spirit. Like I'm using the bathroom and they're knocking on the door, telling me I'm taking too long. What? Yeah, like just it's just little dumb stuff like that. Oh, and see, I never flew spirit. Yeah, don't though. I flew Frontier multiple times. I man. only did Frontier once. I think that first time we went to Puerto Rico, we flew Frontier. And it was just, I felt crammed, but I didn't do the business. Maybe I got to do the business You got to do the first like. class, bro. But ever since then, I'm strictly Delta, American Airlines. And I've done Southwest a couple of times. I love Delta. Yeah, Delta's Delta is Delta's probably the best airline. Delta is the most comfortable. Mm-hmm. They got the TVs going. Everything. They got, I like Delta a lot. If you, when you go to Italy, see if, um, is it straight or you got to do a connecting? I do nonstop. Nonstop. Because yeah. when we, we went to Spain, to Barcelona, we had a stop in um, England. Okay. And we flew British Airways. Okay. Bro, that airline, fire. British Airways? Comfortable, cute, like the seats were nice, cushion. I had arm room, leg room. Wow. Meet, well, it's a long flight, so you get your meals, the, all the movies. And I was watching Avengers Infinity See, War. See, bro, I can't wait to take these international <laughs> yeah, trips, though. bro. Cause, not international. I, international. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. I, yeah, I can't. Like, when I go to Rome... I'm going to have saying. a nice seat. Yep. I'm going to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm not sitting on this plane for eight hours. To you be got to be comfortable. Yeah, yeah. got to be comfortable. So gotta I'm hyped about that. And then like, I'm just hyped to continue to make more trips like mm-hmm. out of the country. I'm going to Mexico at the end of this month, Cancun. It's going to be lit. lit. Vacation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Is she going to Rome with you too? Bro, yeah, we're yeah, doing yeah. this, bro. Like we're planning properly. I love bro. it. And it's I just love like, it. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. I'm that's here. That's exactly what it. you're supposed to do. Because we travel even with the kids, but before the kids, that's like all we did was like take a trip, get back, plan the next one, work towards it, go on it. And you know what's crazy? It. Before we go on this one, I'm already thinking about the yes. next one. And then like, like I feel like I'm gonna keep that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm Absolutely. gonna keep. On. And watch when you when you. The more you travel, the more, like, your idea... Because you start to realize things are more affordable than you think. Yeah. Like, when we went to Spain, everybody's looking at us, oh, you guys are rich. Bro, I paid, I think, total 1600 for the flight and hotel for the two of us. Light. That's $800 a piece. Light. That's it. Now, I spent a lot of money when I was there. Yeah. Because the euro, I mean... It's, they, the they money's different. Yeah, but... And it's a city. We were in Barcelona, so you're going to spend money. But that's part of the experience. The money money comes and goes. You, yeah. you want them experiences. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I have anybody that I'm, like, close to that can say they went to Barcelona. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm about, too, is, like, creating as many experiences for yeah. myself so I can have that to say to my children. Yeah. Like, oh, me and your mom went here. Yep. We did this. Instill that in them. Take, yeah. and, and take them on trips. My kids got more passport stamps than more most adults do. I believe it. Lauren has already been to Canada, Mexico, and Aruba. Heavy. And Christian, he only won. He's been to Aruba, but he was in the stomach when we There's went to There's people who Mexico. haven't left the state yeah. that they're living in. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Travel with your kids, man. Take them with you. Plus, you have fun. You'd be surprised how much fun you have with your kids when you go on these vacations. Wow. And Lauren was t- was at the uh, the pool getting lit. We got videos of her dancing <laughs> to the music. She was. They was having a good time. They was That's having a cool, good time. Man. Christian was maximum. Like everybody wanted the whole Christian. We was out there with the rest of my family. Everybody wanted the whole Christian. So he just getting passed around, chilling. Wow. Yeah, great time, dog. I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it, man. But yeah, so. I feel like that's gonna be the next step in in the the process of life. That's it. Is uh, marriage, kids, and I'm ready for all of that. Can't wait for that. And uh, I can see you as a dad. You gonna make a good dad, bro. I'm gonna be the best. You gonna make a I'm gonna be dad. the best, bro. Probably. I can see it. Like, I can definitely see. That's it. that's a done deal for sure. But uh, shout out to my man Tariq coming through on the podcast today. Yes, sir. It was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Listen. It's a good one.
We did it. <laughs> we up. It's about time. We up. Bear with me. I'm not famous. Thank y'all for tuning in to another week.